G'day, punters. Welcome back to the mailbag. Pete Anthony is joined by Rob Scurry to review Rose Hill from Saturday. We had two group ones, but whether or not they were true group ones, Rob, I think that's up for debate because, look, another day where there's been ordinary times posted by a lot of the better horses on the day, which makes doing the form a little bit tricky going forward, but there was still 10 winners. How would you see the day, Rob? Uh, it, was, it was a beautiful day to be out there. It was like cool and I was, I was feeling really, really good early. Um, and I saw him pretty well, but made some cheap decisions uh, for the punters, subscribers, and so another loss uh, chalked up for me. All right. Well, if we start off, I don't think there's any point talking about the two-year-olds anymore, so let's go straight to race three because there was three 2,000-meter races on the card and the three-year-old Colts and Geldings, well, they posted clearly the fastest time on the day. So the winner, Tapple, Doodle, Do. Uh, which did settle off speed there. Fast tempo to the 600 on punting form starter. They've gone 4.8 lengths fast to the 600. Managed to run down Major Beal. Awesome John was third. Stroke of luck, uh, as Darren Flindell was at pains to say, was blocked the entire straight. Again, this is the best figure on the card for the three 2,000-meter races, and even then it looks like a bit of an iffy race looking at it in review. An iffy race? It's revolting. These <laughs> these These are... Not that good. Um, I was on stroke of luck. Um, you know, some of the things it should have won. I'm, you know, I'm usually first to, you, you know me, mm. but bemoan a bad beat. Um, but I, I don't think it was ever winning. Um, I thought it was one of these rare where I say no next to the winner's name. And yep. um, another punting genius, uh, say that maybe I'm a punting genius, but Mark Lambert, I think, found it. Um, yeah. But for me, it was just on looks, it was just no Cannot win. Um, the jockey booking kind of swayed me here. Uh, Sons of John, uh, that had Kieran, um, which I thought might be just a wider ride. And um, the other one had the Mark Von, the basher. And um, he, did, he couldn't get it out. You've got to say he's, he's maybe a little bit out of form coming back from injury. Um, but I think uh, Awesome John's the horse to follow out of the race. Okay, interesting, because I heard whispers over the last 24 hours that Awesome John is going to be heading to Perth to for Hong the Kong. WA Derby. Oh. Okay. Just just whispers. There's no there's no market available um as far as I can as far as I can tell. So But why wouldn't he just progress on to the New South Wales derby in two weeks? There's only gonna be three other ch- you know, chances yeah. in the race. Not not sure. I guess this is like a yeah, nice little just in case of emergency, pull the record mm, okay. and go yeah, to WA race. Yeah. Makes makes sense. Um yeah, I'm, I'm surprised you said this is the best figure of the day. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't find this winner on a Wednesday. Well, if we go straight to race four, same track, same distance, you have older horses here. It is a group three, but uh, this time 6.5 lengths slow to the 600 for punting form. So very slow tempo being set by third realm, which there was some level of support around, which I couldn't really Get, I, I'd spent a bit of time going through these internationals and uh, I thought its jump outs were relatively plain um, outside of the fact it was going to be leading and get every. Well, that was probably the only case you can make for it. Um, I had a little stab here on Fancy Man, which I, I think is the horse that you, the only horse you can follow out of this race unless you really like uh, Zarek or Sunshine Rising going into another of these plotter races, but uh, Fancy Man, usually an on-speed horse in Europe, ended up last, clear last into the straight and actually made ground. But Rob, what did you think? 
I'm, I'm a fucking idiot. Like the only horse I said to follow the other day was Zarek. Yeah. Do you have no memory of this thing? Oh, like, I you, you asked me for a black booker. Yeah. I said Zarek, and because he 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 prayed to maybe be a little bit better last start, but he, he's not a he, you know he's not a like a parade horse. He, his mm. form's there. Um, we know this is really weak around this grade. That horse is flying. I switched to Sunshine Rising because of the map. Um, you know, this is a case where I could have just fucking hit the the old exactor for the boys. Um, do they run first and second? Sunshine Rising, is yep. Eric? Yeah. So yeah, just another bad decision by me. Um, not not surprised. Didn't mind the look of it. Like I preferred the um, O'Brien thing in the in the Tancred a little bit more to this. Um, if we're comparing them, but um, yeah. Uh, another missed opportunity for me. Is there any other horses in the race you're half interested in? Uh, gear up was the other, other international for Annabelle Nation, which ran third. Uh, yeah, a little bit fresh, got a little bit sweaty. You know, wasn't it? It was the day I was kind of giving bad marks for, for horses sweating because it was mm. it was perfect, and the weather's been perfect for horses the last week or two, so they should be looking really good this time Just, of year. It was a funny day for the internationals. We'll get to a couple more of them, but. They just—they all seemed to race as if it was just a trial. Um, so we'll wait and see what if they actually are any good in a couple of weeks. I'm guessing. Um, race five, Group Three, twelve hundred meter race, another slow tempo, four lengths slow to the six hundred. There's plenty of big splits on the way home here, um, but the winner was Bacchanalia, who just settled just behind the leaders and was in a perfect spot. Um, I followed up your yard mail from first up and went from Clemenceau, which was supported early and there was pretty firm late and looked halfway up the straight like it was going to go past and then didn't and then tried again late. Cold Crusher was okay in third, only beaten a narrow margin, but again, basically had every chance settling on speed. Difficult to make ground. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was at this stage of the day. Um, you know, I was really desperate. There is a panther in this race, and it did parade really, really like a panther. So I used the word hoping for it, you know, to get some for subscribers because we know the panther strike mm. at 66%. Um, and Kalino never kind of, you know, it ran really well. I didn't, don't think it quite got clear. Um, you know, this is impossible, this race, really. Um, a lot of these horses could, could win out of it, I'm, I'm saying, around this grade. This is sort of the next tier behind the group, you know, group ones, I reckon. It was a funny race. Yeah. Look, it was a funny race to do form for as well, because a lot of these big field, you're expecting tempo. And a lot of these were coming out of very slowly run races last start. So they all ran big splits and you just see all these, you know, where where do do you look? Who's going to be suited all of a sudden? And look, it just came down to to map more than anything. I I noticed here that Shelby's run uh, eighth, only beaten three lengths. So maybe that maybe what I just said is complete garbage and, and these are not much good. But to me, I look at this field and I see a lot of better than Saturday horses. Yeah. You know, like why here he falls. You know, we, we love Jojo as a man. Um, you know, Kalino is just such a, you know, he's, he's that's now been trained as a sprinter. I love this fucking horse. Back in alley, big strong thing, can run wet, wet or dry. You know, nine fifty seems a big price now. Race six, the Emancipation Group two for the Phillies and Mares, fifteen hundred meters, even tempo here. They've gone one point two lengths fast to the six hundred, basically even. And Roots has won pretty comfortably. I think it's fair to say, just settling just sort of midfield, um, peeled perfect run. 
Uh, Waller's run the trifecta with a tissue fine point, a tissue coming from last, running big splits on the day um, in terms of the meeting ranks, the third fastest last 800, second fastest last 600, fourth fastest last 200, third fastest last 200. I think I got that right. I didn't just repeat myself. Uh, look, what are you making of this bunch, Rob? Um, again, another well, international here with statement, but uh, we'll get to that. But what about the the top end for the Waller team? Well, I wanted to bet in the race because of um, statement. I thought it was looked unders on looks to me. Um, a tissue, we we backed her for the service in the Coolmore when she was missing the start 20 lengths um, a year or two ago. She seems to turn the corner. She looks, she's the only horse to follow for me um, out of this race. Um, I made a really nice comment. She's just a lovely walker. There's a lot of Kalino about her. Borderline Panther. Yeah. Um, you've probably seen her a few times. What do you think? After a while, they just all look the same. As you said, like the Waller camp, they they often have a similar type to them. They almost, I don't know. I, I, yeah. That's the way that I get the impression. They almost end up with the same horses when they, after their three-year-old campaign, once they hit open grade, they just kind of look the same and parade and go through their fitness campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's, she's a, I think, an extra, an extra good walker. Roots, coat, great, perfect yeah. baller. Fine point we're on first up. Um, yep. And I, I've gone again here at a decent price. So not a bad bet, but another losing bet for subscribers. And Mirror Vision was my other player in the race who just seemed to be suckering me ever since the, the Myers stakes when she ran second to whatever it was. I probably will follow up statement just purely off the international numbers that it was bringing across. It was slow away by two lengths. It was just buried okay. midfield defence and just... Look, it was plain going through the line, but I'm not sure John really asked the the mayor for anything. So, yeah, look, it's two lengths off the you know the next mm-hmm. horse in the field, so it's obviously been soft on it late. Yeah, um, yeah. Look, I think it'll probably better. It's one I might find next start and get a big result out of. Yeah, fascinating to see if uh, the tra- trainer changes between between runs or if it's still going to be in, in the care of the O'Brien. Well, how does that work? They're at Canterbury. I'm just going to take over it and probably it'll, it'll buy yeah. some proxy. Not sure. Um, race seven, binary stud stakes, 2,000 metres. Look, again, it's better than the uh, the Zarek figure, but not by a lot. Only half a length superior to that, and it's inferior to Tapple Doodle Doo. Slow tempo <laughs> race, 3.8 lengths slow to the 600. Prowess has like, completely and utterly destroyed them after settling just behind Pavitra and it was quite a fun visual race watching them coming towards the straight. It looked like Pavitra was getting the best of things and ProRes was just underwriting and then all of a sudden found gear and killed it. Um, yeah, look, I, I tried to get something out of Pavitra here thinking it would get every chance to settle on speed and dictate and I don't know, look, a slow tempo is probably not ideal for it, but I'm not exactly sure it beats ProRes even if they did go fast. Yeah, well, we'll never know. But the thing about that horse was was it's meant to be able to kind of hold a, a good tempo and, and mm. quicken a little bit. So it's meant to be a class filly. Paraded really, really well. Um, I got sucked into it. I, you know, I, I thought one, two, three clearly stood out from the rest of these. This first time, Fireburn's never been a sweaty mess. Yep. Um, she's poked up to get to get the try. Um, and PRF, so wouldn't want to go onto the track there for a while. It was been quite odd. Um, so um, small mercy. I did I did play the traffic for this race, personally. Uh, so it's a small mercy that for my mental health, it didn't bob me. 
It's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit like Tapple Doodle too. I was like, this can't run well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, one day. Is um, this the, oh no, sorry, kid. No. Uh, uh, Prowess is, is a nice village. It's a little yeah. bit fresh for me, and um, whereas the other one was a bit more professional, but better type um, with improvement. What beats it? Next start. Don't know. Uh, is this the best bunch of Kiwi raiders we've seen in? I don't yes. know, my, my time yes. of racing. Yes, it is. Um, Paul Quatter, John O-J-O-N-O at themailbag.com.au. Um, he was excited about a lot of them. Yeah. Um, we got more out of the, the Australian Guineas thing. Um, he loved that. And yeah. uh, my, my old man, funnily enough, got a tip about Imperates, who um, was a big play for us when it just got beat by a tourist. Um, and that's, you know, as good as, what was that, 1,300 back to 1,200. I thought it was a pretty good win the other night against a lot of sort of most, there's only a, the group one, another group one race with only maybe three horses that are proper group one horses, and one of them was Marcus Hader, who's probably gone. Or just doesn't want to, you know, hurt itself to find the line, which is what you have to do to be a champion horse. Was a pretty soft win, wasn't it? Um, I'm I'm not sure where Imperatriz is going. I assume it's going to TJ or something TJ, like that. Yeah, but probably. Um, if I had a Quokka slot, I would be asking the question at least. I'm sure someone has, but. Goodness me. I mean, she's clearly the four mayor at the moment around the country. I know she's you know, only beaten Artorias, but can handle all conditions, tactical speed. Opie Bosson's just such a good rider on their stable horses for the tangerine machine. Just, yeah. Mm. They, they've picked just... the eyes out of it this year, the Kiwis. Well, full credit. And we've got the talent too. Um, yeah. You know, there's probably the Derby. We'll talk about that. Probably next next week or two, but uh, you know I think Australian horses struggle to win. Well, we've got the Tancred. That was the other group one on the oh. card. Twenty four hundred, even tempo, so one length slow to the six hundred for punning form. Um, the tempo was set by Knight Sorter, uh, Arapaho has settled forward of midfield and has held off Montefilia, who came from the back. And I mean, look, how many times have we talked about Montefilia running bold races? Over the she's, last probably eighteen months or so, she's got galloped on too, or yep. she's you know something happened. The jockey was almost huffing here, going to pull her up, and she's wanted to go again and straight sort of backing out my point that good good champion horses they they'll hurt themselves to run well, yep. and that's what she's done. Um, one of the few weight for age horses in the race, um, I think last time I backed Arapaho was in the Newcastle Cup, got done by a pretty good one in, in Dernaden or whatever, not Dernaden, but the Crawford Cup winner. Um, it's a group three horse. Come on, this is a group one race. It's bullshit. We've got Stockman set settling third. Um, my God, it should. Be. It's it's not a group one race. They're staying, you know, we need to lose twenty group ones. Just big sword. Some shit's got to go. It's just ridiculous. Oh look, you'll get no argument from me. Um, and, and look, this is a again, it's a relatively difficult race to pull apart because. You're actually comparing the, what happened visually with what happened in terms of a data sense. And I mean, look, yes, Cleveland and Gold Trip have found the line, but they're pretty much entitled to. They're, they've only gone slow tempo to the 600. And I mean, you have to make ground, otherwise, you're just completely and utterly gone anyway. Um, and the overall figure is just plain. They haven't broken any class benchmark here. 
No, no. Um, we're talking about King Frankel, which, you know, I've been um, mm. pouring cold water on for a while. But he's a pretty good horse. So is, so is Val and Declare. Pretty good horse. But, you know, they're running for a group one. Um, this is, these, these are barely, some of these are barely Saturday horses. I know. Anyway, they're, they're stayers. They're running over 2,400, but they're slow horses. Um, I, thought, I thought it wasn't a B-grade import. Um, yeah. Could parade better uh cleveland i'm talking about um it's only been beaten two lengths montefilia is the old, you know it's got a rating of 114 montefilia um and gold trips probably run pretty pretty well i guess on a firm deck it just pass marks well. yeah yeah pass mark here pass mark there um but you, you query whether or not that's a good platform to go and win i don't want to use this term you know, a real group one over the championships. I'm just assuming on face value, they might be stronger races. Yeah. Well, we've got at least one sort of a grade weight for age import in the thing that due by honor. Mm. She had a good win on back the drift. Yep. Um, uh, Montefilia is, you know, if she, she comes out, she's going to run another good honest race, you know, yep. and if she gets a good tempo, um, you know, she's even more suited. She's a proper, she's a proper horse. Yeah, and she she's just had excuses in a lot of those big races over the last eighteen months. You know, whether it's just not yeah. the right run in transit or the wrong spot, wrong race shape, whatever it is. <laughs> and you just have a look at her, mate. She's, yeah. you know, she she'd she'd fit in anywhere in the world in a parade. She's big tank of a thing. Yep. It walks good. All right, shall we finish off with the Doncaster Prelude? Fifteen hundred meter group three. Uh, very slow tempo, the 7.3 length slow to the 600. And again, relatively decent splits by a lot of these going through the line, but you're absolutely entitled to when you just have a barrier trial. So cross talk again, uh, mm. I, yeah, look, I mean, it's run well, but it is a better horse when it has tempo. Bandersnatch has settled right on its heels and has just put a space on them. But again, probably used to racing in far quicker tempos than this. Uh, you had what? Well, well, third, Diamond, uh, sorry, well, well, second, Diamond, third. Um, not a great margin between the rest of the field. So this looks mm. an awful race to assess going mm. into. I mean, look, there will be probably one or two of these that will appreciate a quick tempo, and this has been a nice little trial for them, but it's a pretty gross looking race. Brandon Snatch, good Saturday horse. Um, yeah. Low tempo, on speed, Rose Hill. You know, how, why not on? He's been in the numbers. It's about every time he, he's paraded for the last you know, year. A hard horse to get away from from the parade. Um, races forward. Lot to like about him. I landed on um, Dymel and Skyman. Um, Skyman sucked many a yard watcher in, I'm sure, over the years. And um, yeah, maybe the quickest speed is the best I'd seen Dymel parade um, for John O'Shea. Um, probably say the same thing about Well Wild. Yep. Uh, but you know, I think mostly good Saturday horses here. This is, you know, it's not carnival town, but these horses are winning a lot of races. Well, they have done anyway. Mount Popper, um, I was interested in him. He's paraded uh, not bad. He, he's not he's not a bad fresh horse usually, but he might, he might be completely gone. Um, Waterford. What to do? If you asked me six months ago, who who would I, you know, be backing for the Donny? It'd probably be Waterford. If you said give me twenty to one, I'd say Waterford. Um, it's not a horse that I've 
down in the parade, but um, yeah, something's up there, I reckon. What's going on? Oh, yeah. I mean, look, some some of those horses from the back have finished off as well as they can, uh, in particular Lord Ardmere, but it has gone, or Ardmore, I should say, 15.5 lengths slow to the 600, so you're probably entitled to run the fastest last 800 when you do that. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just a really iffy card. If you search for the best performances overall, adjusted for uh, distance, class, the whole thing, take it all into account on punting forms or benchmark. Um, you've got back and earlier as the best performance of the day with Clemenceau Cold Crusher, the podium. Roots is the second best winning figure. Arapaho is the third best winning figure. So, look, it's a particularly thin meeting from a raw data point of view, but I'm sure if you dig deeper and you marry it up with the replays, you'll find one or two to go forward. But uh, what did you think? Any horses to follow? Uh, you know, I was saying last week that this was rambling on about the golden slipper. Yeah. Half the field are no better than a um, Wednesday maiden winner. Well, this last Wednesday, um, Gary Portelli had a, a two-year called Kimochi, Kimochi by Brave Smash, um, who seems to be a sire that is, you know, let's pump it up, pump it up, oh, <laughs> pump it up. Come on, it ha- it's it's by Japanese side. It's a proper Japanese sprinter. How much all of a sudden is Brave Smash worth? Oh, he's obviously Brave Halo as well as one of the flag well, flag bearers of WA as a two-year-old. Uh, ran fourth in the Blue Diamond, possibly goes closer with a better barrier. Um, he's got some really nice horses. Oh, yeah. And it probably, you know, pump it up, um, off average mares. You know, he wouldn't have got to see the, see the best. No. So, you know, he gets better better mares. Um it could be it could be something because those Japanese bloodlines are far superior. Did you see uh, my favourite horse, Equinox, the, in the Dubai Classic or whatever it was on grass? I mean, it could have won by, you know, units of calendars, calendar time. <laughs> but it just points out, like that's a horse that in Japan it's a backmarker. Yeah. But it, it's taken on a kind of you know a wait for age field, and they've probably gone. It, it, it's just gone to the front. Um, which you know shows you fast run races is, mm. is is where you get your form. Yep. And that's a horse used to running in fast run races. He's probably run, and even though he's looked amazing, he's probably run less than he he, he did when you know he went out and got Pantalissa in the uh, Tenno show. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. We came home. To Pantalissa went. What? How, how far? How far did, far did it go? Like thirty lengths. With great racing. That's almost. I think. I think. Um, Longball or no one on Twitter, who's the, who's who's great guy, posts heaps of JRA content. Um, yeah, he says under you know Wikipedia under horse racing, just put that race. Yeah, I was just looking Tenno. at the data here for Kimochi though. Yeah. No. 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 Good. No. Good. Impressive. Uh, top fifteen <laughs> on the day. Very fast tempo. Broken the class benchmark. It's obviously only its second start. Um, you go back to the first start, it's improved on that by the best part of three and a half lengths. And that was being beaten by Disneck, um, which I'm not sure the format of that's outstanding. Oh, I backed it on Saturday. Mm. Going horrible. Rachel, I forgave Rachel King. I was looking for but anyway, how I wasn't on the two best types. I think you were on that, Pete. A bit annoyed for the captain's picks. Uh, it knocked me off. I was on inhibitions. You're on a mur. Yeah, I 
initially went looking for inhibitions and then went back to Amur, which is coming from a really nice Flemington race and it was three wide no cover last start. And that was, yeah, the only joy I had for uh, my Sydney ventures there on Saturday. Well, I'm, I'm on the something else for the reason not on it. Uh, anyway, could have been on if you got the yard mails, you would have seen the good when I said the best two types in the race. I did. I did indeed. Okay. Um, anyway, we were on inhibitions. It, it, you know, look, they're running well, Pete. It's got a turn for me, surely. Yeah. Well, this week you've got Warwick Farm to round out March. And then I've first got... day, first day of April. Yeah. We might have a crack on Wednesday. Um, I've got a tip from my mum um, on, on, a, on a horse that's running. One to follow from Newcastle. Yep. Uh, look, they're emotionally attached to it. it it's it's Irish. Uh, it's Irish bred um, by the stallion who won the. Uh, you know that they tipped that one big group one in Ireland uh, called Al Riffa. Yeah. Um, so same stallion of that. So if you're that keen, that's enough clues. That's she, she's mum's given her. You know she's used the Buddy Franklin, which I used about. Think about it. You know she's the gangly thing. Um, yeah. It's got it all in the right places. And um, for Saturday, is there one of the group ones you're really looking forward to more than any of the others? I don't even know if it's the TJ race, but that's yeah. the best we've got as a yard thing. Like nature strip's amazing to look at. I saw it trial between races. It was fucking looks smooth. Yep. Is there a Aussie horse with a with a better action? You know, you can you can, you can talk about its action and Equinox's action. They're both fucking elite, but Equinox can run over, you know, two and a half thousand metres, which makes it a better horse, in my opinion. All right. Well, the big dance is here, day one of the championships. It might even get me excited, Rob. Okay. Well, you know, I want, I want, to, want to talk to you about it next week. Okay. Have a good old chat because, yeah, Amur's uh, ticked me off. It's about the only race I got right. The rest I was so far away, it wasn't even funny. Well, except for Clinton. So, all right, Rob, pleasure as always. We'll catch up next Monday and we'll review day one of the championships. Cheers, Pete. Bye for now.